0: Welcome to Entrepreneur Tangents. This is episode one with Gavin Sorensen.
1: I'm Tanya Sorensen.
0: We are coming to you from a sunny Peoria, Arizona, outside of Phoenix, Arizona. Thank you for visiting with us and listening with us. This is our second go-around. We just had to delete a clip because <laughs> the uh, system didn't record everything. So This is take two, but it's just going to be amazing and wonderful, right?
1: that's what we're hoping. So what do we got going on today?
0: Well, today, I think I'll start with the NBA. Okay. I'm very, very excited to be able to watch basketball. But at the same time, I'm not excited because it's going to take a lot of time and energy away from everything else. But I love the NBA.
1: Yes, he does. We all do. We, in our family, we're... Probably basketball is one of our favorite sports, don't you think?
0: Yeah. One of my earliest memories is going to a UNLV game and watching yes. Larry Johnson, Stacy Ogman. Who else? Uh, Hunt.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and Greg Anthony. They were one of the main guys. And then fully, fully depressed once mm-hmm. Duke beat them with Leitner and Hurley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was early. I but was We got was to we
1: lived in Vegas then, so we got to go to the championship. Remember that the championship parade? Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: And I remember I went to a a football game and Larry Johnson was hiding in the bleachers. And he was a few bleachers above us and I got his autograph, but I don't, I don't ever know what happened with that it autograph. It has to
1: be in your memory box.
0: <laughs> I got a memory box somewhere. <laughs> So um, a few of the things that we want to cover And and this is a tangent series Like we're going to be going off in many tangents There's not going to be any set type of topic Who knows what we're going to be talking about next It's whatever's top of mind Um, So enjoy the ride that we're (laughs) going to be going on Because we're going to definitely enjoy it ourselves
1: I think we need to talk about Kanye
0: So what, what's your thought on Kanye? Then I'll say mine.
1: Okay. I believe that he is doing a good thing, and I think it's become so left-right that people aren't seeing what he's trying to do. And what I believe he's trying to do is bring awareness um, on what decisions you make. Are you making them because you've done your research and it truly is your belief system Or is it something that you've always been taught and everybody around you has done it the certain way that you continue on with that? So, like a generational kind of thing? So I think he's doing an amazing thing. I'm proud of him. I do not believe he's crazy. I truly believe he is trying to do the right thing. More than likely,
0: he was probably crazy when he was on meds. Like meds are not natural. Right.
1: Well, and again, we had talked about, because we do discuss these things, even if we're not on a podcast, but we talked about um, where he was from teenage years to young adult years into your 30s and how you evolve and grow up and um, you begin to see things from a different light because of your experiences and things that you've done. So anyways, that's my
0: the recent yeah. events with him wearing the make make america great again red hat <laughs> makes me forget that he was on stage at SNL saying George Bush hates black people it really makes me forget that and it goes to your point that people evolve with the different information so usually your your surrounding environment is usually what brings out Such your sure. your thoughts right. and and what Possibly is going to be in your future. Maybe, maybe not.
1: And maybe that's a good thing with. Uh, in your family. You've got people that are both right and left. Who? On things. Who? Who? Grandma Who's and left? Grandpa, uh, grandma.
0: I don't listen to them anyways.
1: I know. But those opinions are around you. And you they're still... not really
0: around me. Because they're quiet and they don't say anything. Oh, they just. Yes,
1: they do. They don't you say think... anything. Not to you? No. <laughs> Yeah, you have a lot of left people in your.
0: I don't know who lineage. these left people are. Well, it's. I don't even know if I'm right. Like there's left and right. All I know is common sense.
1: I That's, I know that in many. Okay, here's a tangent. Okay, can I go on this tangent? Mm-hmm. I am conservative in very much of my thinking, but. That does not mean, and this is the part where I get very frustrated. I really
0: hope that didn't blow out your ears. Continue.
1: Sorry. Um, I I am conservative in thinking, but that doesn't mean that I am not a giving, generous, caring, care about people from lower echelon to upper echelon. My views politically does not quantify or qualify if I am willing to serve through food banks, give generously, and that assumption, because I am more conservative in my thought process, that's what makes sense to me. So I I think
0: the difference is, if you're on the left, you think the government can do it better. If you're on the right, you think the people can do it better. Like a normal citizen. Right. Like uh, the population will resolve versus the government, either state or national level.
1: Well, there's an assumption that if if you are leaning more towards conservative, that you don't care about anybody else. You're only caring about yourself. And that is very frustrating because that isn't my heart. That isn't how I look at things. So there. Okay, another one. Because we're, we're kind of doing some... Um,
0: looking at current events. Yeah. Just looking to see what's going on. So, our thoughts on it. Uh,
1: Ms. Warren and her DNA test results.
0: Miss Cherokee Indian.
1: <laughs> so, yep. Her results came out and she is part of... Their, I, they, it is... I don't know the
0: story other oh, than...
1: It's part of her heritage, but it's not not what I think she thought it was going to be. And maybe that could be because that's what her family told her too, that, you know, you have Cherokee Indian in you. And so maybe
0: would, if she would dye her hair black and just grow it out instead of it being blonde and short, maybe more people would think that she is native American.
1: Well, it's just the percentage of, and then you hear going
0: to the tanning salon, maybe, maybe that'll help. <laughs> well,
1: you hear people from, um, to actually go to the Cherokee tribe and it isn't just go get a test and, you're part of the Cherokee tribe, but it's also um, understanding, being accepted. And are you part of their the tribal, what Cher- the Cherokee Indians stand for and believes in? And they get to make that decision, not just the DNA testing. So anyways, I thought that was interesting. So going
0: me. off with our DNA, I know yes. you want to get your DNA tested.
1: I do. I want my DNA tested. Because we should do that
0: and then get the results, and let and everyone, then we could
1: let you know. Let everyone know
0: on the show. Yeah,
1: oh <laughs> I say I am a mutt. I am um, half mutt. I am supposed to have. Connie's
0: my mother, by the way. Yeah, making I'm, that announcement. I am supposed
1: to have all these different nationalities, kind of the melting pot in in my system, and um, supposedly my great grandma Parker's mom was a Cherokee squaw. And so it would just be interesting. This kind of just revs a, up again for me to find out what all is in. in Do we get any DNA. casino money? That's what your dad keeps saying. That I lady, think we I should get
0: some casino, casino money. Yeah. You get that test. Number one priority. <laughs> yeah. Get the test. Then we can own a casino. That's how it's going to work.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, one of the other things too that. Finally, got pushed through was the whole Kavanaugh thing on the Supreme Court. How do you feel about that one?
0: Um, who's the one guy that had the extreme emotional moment that ran for president? Lindsey Graham.
1: Lindsey Graham. Mm -hmm.
0: I hated his guts.
1: But you like him now. But huh?
0: that <laughs> one speech he had was pretty dang good.
1: Well, hating guts is pretty extreme.
0: But I didn't he like him at all. Your,
1: he wasn't your favorite. He's a
0: liar. I mean, he's like most politicians. He's just a complete liar. And Sorry, is politicians.
1: Op- but that's, that's the perception. That's the perception that many people And perception
0: have. is my reality. Right. So Kavanaugh, yeah. I mean, he's... They're bringing up something that it took him... Okay, so... He's now going to be on Supreme Court. How many interviews has he had between that time and now that it never came up? And all of a sudden this is Correct. coming up.
1: All of the, I mean, all the positions that he's held in high, <clears throat> high court office, working in the White House. All of a
0: sudden, right. out of the woodwork.
1: comes. Oh no, this happened yeah. to me. Even so, though
0: probably it may have happened, but 30 something years. He's if he really did do it, he's probably very apologetic, remorseful. remorseful, and is hoping for forgiveness. But at the same time, he people grow like they're a drug addict. You know, can make a life change, right? And you don't have to really dictate that and current you're not person saying, based off you're of not their
1: saying that you ex- accept or think it's okay. You're saying that. People change. People change. People. Grow. And,
0: and at that point, if it would have been brought up and he was in court for some type of sexual abuse, then yeah, prosecute him.
1: Right. And there's so many things in his adult years that proves opposite. I feel bad for all the women that were used in this process because um, something happened. I believe something happened. Um but she was also I mean, she she's kind of a frail person. And if you watched her in the court, I mean, she even looked to see how to raise her hand to take the oath. I mean, she was she, Oh yeah, I she,
0: bet you she was she looked heavily medicated.
1: Yeah. So um I just think there's some things that didn't feel right, didn't seem right in the whole process. And I I really I'm sorry, and I feel bad for the women that got used in this whole political situation. It, it stunk. So it stunk, and it stuck for the Kavanaugh family because here's his, you know, wife and little girls and trying to figure it all all this out and the names that their daddy was being called. It was just it was sick on both sides. I'm sorry, it was just sick.
0: One of the main reasons why Tani and I are gonna do a lot of these podcasts together is because she just says what's on her mind and she just has tangent, tangents on her own. I have my own uh, tangents every once in a while. Yeah.
1: The other so. good thing is the the pastor that was released from Turkey. That was good.
0: Um, I need to follow more news because I don't know about that one.
1: Oh, that was huge. He's home.
0: Uh, the guy who owned the Bunny Ranch in Las Vegas, he, he died. died.
1: And right next to it it says the 15-foot gators back on the golf course. Okay, make that connection. It's <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs>
0: um Arby's debuts a new seared duck sandwich. That's kind of weird.
1: Oh, you you were think, talking about the Sears closing and the whole bank lending money something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a at Wendy's, there's a a staff member that I guess handing him his food and say, "Here you go, chubby." <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: bad. Sorry, that was bad. Well, he's
0: probably chubby. Oh, it's
1: funny.
0: So, what I think one of the main things that's uh, converting over to our main topic is one of the main things that we want to do is to get Tanya going on a gift that she has. But she's not sharing it with anyone. She has been through a lot of trials and tribulations with her health.
1: Yeah. Food
0: allergies, being allergic to everything yeah. except the sun. You're not allergic to the sun.
1: Thank goodness because I I like Hawaii so and Phoenix. So, so
0: earlier this last year, um, we almost had a business up and going. A lot of things happened. We moved and all that almost had a business up and and I think it should happen and why I want to talk about it is how do we get you to help out other people who have allergy issues primarily with food what do we got to do or what what's what's going on out there I guess let's talk about what happened before what happened in your life before you found out you had food allergies what was... was going on
1: well, sick all the time. I don't know if any of you relate, but I can remember from the time that I was little, and I'm sorry, TMI, on this one, um, but I had a hard time going to the bathroom. I remember being given newspaper and books to just sit on the toilet, sit on the toilet, um, and then uh, using suppositories, trying to relieve some pressure and so it was, it was miserable, but back then, nobody really knew what we know now, um, and then I was sick all the time with uh, bronchitis, sinus infections, these little bumpies on my skin, and then later on, well, I had uh, other allergies too, so like my eyes would swell shut or whatever, but then it really got to the point where like my face would poof out, my eyes would swell shut, so that's kind of, sorry, that was the chair being moved. Um, so that's kind of what, what was going on and how I ended up finding out I have all these different food allergies is because um, I was picking up our youngest from school and she was like five or six. And um, I, w- I had an appointment already because I was in the middle of bronchitis. And um, I already had an appointment with the doctor and I called Mark and said, I can't make it all the way to town. I'll stop and you can drive me in. And by the time we got to the doctor's office, I looked like a monster, literally looked like a monster. So that's how I came to find out about of what I was allergic to. Yeah.
0: So you had a lot of people telling you what you should do after was there any doctor, or anyone who gave you the right advice?
1: Well, and that's, and I don't know if any of you have experienced this either. Um, once I went and this was just the beginning and then, you know, it's like peeling an onion, you find out more and more and more stuff, but um I'll just list some of the things uh, food-wise. Um, I'm allergic to gluten, dairy, soy. The mustard food group would be things like broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, mustard, all those kinds of things. Mustard has have. no calories. Right, but can't it can have So good. Um, <clears throat> and then also um, from that, then I figured out MSG. Even olive oil really bothers me. Um, so once I found all that out and then, um, your dad felt really bad and he's like, I can't believe you can't have all this stuff. And I was so relieved to find out the beginning of finding out what <clears throat> all was making me sick. And then I found out like there's external stuff too, like rag, ragweed, gr- grasses, cats, dogs, horses, birds, rabbits, um, dust, dust mites, molds. So it wasn't just food either. It was a lot of in, environmental stuff that was bothering me. And once I found out, then they're like, well, here's a booklet of some recipes, which most of them didn't work for me um, because of what they were using. And then I said, where do I go? And they said, oh, go over to this store. You weren't, I don't think you ever went to this store. And so we were in Northern Iowa. So we were in Sioux Falls then. So I go over to this health food store trying to find, and a lot of the stuff I didn't even know what the stuff this was. was before
0: Whole Foods and all this yeah. health food about. Yeah. I mean, this was way
1: about. long. This was back in the late 90s, and there just the
0: wheel was invented.
1: Yeah. There just wasn't a lot of stuff. So this bread, I just, I thought the one thing that I'll miss is having a piece of toast. So I bought a loaf of this bread. It was the most disgusting. <laughs> It was awful, and I would. Do you remember? I would burn it. Oh yeah. Remember, you guys? Why does that stink? I'm like, I'm burning my toast, so I can eat it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I had to burn the toast because I couldn't stand the texture that of back, the bread. Was that
0: the time where we yeah, had we built the house? Yes. Is it there? Yes. Yeah, I
1: remember that. Yes. So I put, um, <laughs> and then yeah, so then I'd put uh, raspberry uh, jam on it. And I could have a piece of toast, but it was so disgusting. It was so bad. Oh, gross. So then I went to eating a lot of salads, which that's what, don't y'all, that's what you do is you go, okay, so I can't have gluten, so I'm going to eat salads. Yeah, you can see vegetables. Well, again, back then, most if you went to most of the restaurants, you got iceberg lettuce. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I had iceberg lettuce. I'd go, you know, go out to eat. Well, what do you want? Well, I'll just have a salad. No well, dressing
0: usually Problem. No dressing. Yeah.
1: And then I was having so many stomach problems again. And so then I was talking to this one gal, she happened to be in this pharmacy and she was a nutritionist. And I said, can I just ask you a question? I've Gotten away from all this stuff that I'm not supposed to eat, and I'm just eating salads and I still hurt so bad. And her, her first question was, What kind of lettuce are you eating? And I said, Iceberg. She goes, That is the worst thing for your stomach. Worst thing, people, for your stomach to digest. And it has, and I knew it was just full of water and there is no calorie or no nutrition. Nut- I already yeah. knew that. Um, so, anyways, I switched then to romaine, and, and then like red leaf, green leaf, spinach were all... And kale, I'm allergic to. That's part of the mustard food group, so I can't have kale either, which is a hot button now for everybody. Um, but anyways, once I switched and I no longer would eat the iceberg, my stomach got much better too. But that's then good. peeling away, there's still more stuff that I found out later too.
0: I love eating lettuce on its own. I could probably eat... Romaine. Doesn't matter. Lettuce, celery. I just love eating it just by itself, no dressing.
1: The best is if you don't want to have a bread, which if you're looking for a good bread, um, I can't have olive oil either, but uh, Canyon Bakehouse has a really good, um, oh, what's the name of it? It doesn't have the olive oil in it.
0: Oh, but. that's making me think of Poke Bowls. Uh. Okay, so um, one of the things that Tanya was looking at earlier was places to travel, places to go.
1: Here it is, the Canyon Bakehouse Heritage Style. And they have a whole grain, and then they also have the honey white, which I like the honey white bread. crazy. And it doesn't have um, any of the olive oil in it. The other Canyon Bakehouse that they have has olive oil in it. There's a white mountaintop, and they also have a seven grain. They have bagels. So this company is really good. If you want a bread, you don't have to toast and burn in order to eat it. Um, It's really good. Canyon Bakehouse, people.
0: And that's found Whole Foods?
1: Um, Sprouts
0: and Whole foods Whole
1: Foods, yes, see the like um char has some bread that you can find like at Walmart or whatever that people love, but that's also got soy in it, and I can't have soy so you have to read labels
0: I don't know if anyone listening to this has ever been to Maui.
1: We love Maui we
0: love Maui, and what I was thinking about is Poke Bowl I love Poke Bowls. I never even knew what a Poke bowl was.
1: till you went to Maui. Till I went to Maui. And now you can find Poke bowls. Not even in Maui.
0: Yeah. We were living in Austin, Texas for a bit. Lots of, lots of places we moved. So over the last two, no, year. One year. Even. One
1: year. We did two. One year moves. we
0: moved from Iowa to Texas. Hated Texas. Sorry, Texas. And maybe it was just the time of the year. Don't know. Didn't like it at all. And then now we're in sunny Peoria. So this Phoenix, last year.
1: Not Illinois. Arizona.
0: Arizona. This last year we went to Hawaii a few times. And the last time, very, very, very cloudy. Um, and I remember that I was thinking we should have just stayed in Phoenix because. It was sunny. It was sunny. And it's always sunny here. And when we were there, we had to chase the sun. And there's two there's two main uh, parts of the island. There's Kihei, which is the south part of the island, and Lahaina, which is... Some people call it the north, some people call it the east side of the island. And driving back and forth, depending on where you're at in the island, takes 30 minutes to uh, one hour to drive back and forth. In the entire time that they were, we were there for the week, it was try to find where the sun is going to be. So we made our plans based off of where we thought it was going to be sunny. And most of the time we were wrong. We would get there and then it would be cloudy and then be frustrating. But then it would be, you don't want to drive another hour to go after the sun again. So we tried, but in Maui, the, the breezes, fish tacos. fish tacos, but also like the nice breeze like there's no allergy, anything, no. no bugs.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. That's the
0: amazing thing. So, all these beautiful plants, luscious, beautiful plants. There's no bugs there. Right, I was amazed. Yeah. There was tons of geckos and lizards. Yeah,
1: maybe they because eat they them eat all. them
0: all. Yeah, but they
1: have little, little those little itty bitty ants that'll come in.
0: Oh yeah, those are like micro ants, I know, like micro it's machine ants.
1: Frustrating. You got to keep everything off the counters.
0: You like they're very. They're like red.
1: Yeah, we just love the ocean and and the different, I mean, you can go to high country. It's so pretty looking over everything.
0: Ugh. I was surprised how clear the water was and there's no.
1: The turtles. The turtles.
0: The turtles. There's no uh, seaweed.
1: We were hoping that we could have seen that we were there to see some whales and stuff, but I th- maybe we missed them.
0: I don't know. So, we grew up on a lake, or I grew up on a lake. We lived by a lake in Iowa. And there's pretty much like a two-month window that you could swim.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: So, the, the lake is probably one of the... Is it one of the deepest?
1: Well, it's a blue blue water... It's a natural spring blue fed. water,
0: spring-fed yeah, lake. Right. I don't know. Was there seven of them in the world? It's one of them.
1: Yeah, not very
0: many. Spring-fed spring lake and...
1: Let me look at it.
0: It gets pretty, pretty warm, I would say. Not warm. Can't even say warm. So it freezes over in the wintertime. And it starts to unfreeze, I would say, in March. And really is then done being frozen over in late April, early May. And at that point, it's starting to get pretty warm in June. But you really can't even jump into the lake until July. And so you have July and August where it's 65 to 75 degrees. And um, there it is. Maximum depth is 136 feet. It's pretty deep. And the area is 125 miles squared. Is that right? 3,800 acres.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Whatever that is. So it's south south of the Minnesota border. um, And it's couple other lakes so it's by it's big like, Spirit Lake,
1: Camarino, Glacial lake yeah
0: we know we know the the other lake that's pretty big there is big Spirit so there's three lakes that are together it's called the great Lakes of Iowa yeah
1: one and of they're not that blue great water lakes
0: one of only three blue, blue water, water lakes. lakes that's crazy in the, in the world how does not everyone know about that there's only three of them Shouldn't it be more of a tourist destination? <laughs> the only time that it's a tourist destination
1: it's when it's
0: nice. is, is July, well, July 4th. I mean, oh, that's
1: it's
0: huge. people who watch the fireworks go See? on the lake July 4th. It goes from it's like...
1: spring-fed. Mm-hmm.
0: Spring-fed, yeah. There's probably a couple hundred thousand people that come in during the July 4th weekend just yeah. for the festivities the and, the and then... This Every person on the lake, they're just there for the, the summertime. They have their lake house, and then they jet. They're gone. And it's just a manu- manufacturing town uh, during the wintertime. It's boring, slow. Um, love it down here in Phoenix. I'm glad my parents decided to uh, move down here. So I followed them very, very soon after.
1: Well, both I mean you felt like you were an out west kid anyways. Cause yeah. We,
0: City boy. Yeah.
1: Cuz we moved from Iowa when you were I
0: hate 18, farming. 18 months
1: old. Oh, let's see. I like it.
0: No, cuz when I think of farming I think of slaughtering animals, and I don't like that. I like eating animals, but I don't like slaughtering them. (laughs) See, the
1: last time we were there, we got to – I raised our own chickens, and this kind of fits into more what I do, um, mixed our own grains, so I knew exactly what our meat chickens were eating. We raised our own turkeys. We had hogs and had our hens for eggs, and that's what I baked with – So I knew, I knew exactly what I was cooking with, what I baked with, and just to try to be more aware and healthy.
0: I do want people to know more about, because this is entrepreneur tangents. We need to talk about business.
1: So, okay. So tell them what one of our businesses is.
0: Okay. And then I want to talk about.
1: Tanya Sorensen. Well and so you know, I mean, there's uh there's different branches and expertise of different things that we've accomplished and been successful in as part of business. So why don't you kind of go through um, the different right now Life story? Well, right now we're doing I can do a brief
0: version, not life story, life story One, another two, time.
1: Okay. Right now um, we're operating That marketing.
0: That That
1: dot dot tech. tech. T-H-A-A-T dot tech. T-E-C-H. That dot
0: tech. Uh, It's a digital marketing firm. And we're in 10 major cities in the Southwest. We have representatives. Um, Pretty much, we get people business. We get them new sales, increase their online presence so more people, more eyeballs can find them. Um, so I'll not- throw out the basic words of SEO, PPC, and social media management. If you own a business and you don't know what those words are, you really need to talk with me because we could probably add a million dollars to your bottom line. No joke. Um, so it's times have changed. Not many people um, need to be utilizing TV advertisement, radio advertisement. Because everyone's yeah, attention. Well, forget-
1: Gary V was talking two, three years ago that – that was all going to change and people are going to be putting their dollars into digital marketing versus TV newspaper.
0: Yeah. Literally August was the first month that digital marketing outspent TV, TV, like more people put more people and businesses put money Money. into online advertising versus TV, which is crazy. And, and
1: everybody made fun of Gary Vee when he was talking about. This. I don't know if
0: everyone's making fun of him, but everything that he's just saying is coming true, which right. is kind of cool. They kind of thought he
1: was cuckoo doodle. Some of them. He yeah? was
0: probably cuckoo. They thought he was doodle when he was cuckoo doodle when he was investing into the companies back in the day. Right. But he's he's one of the main reasons
1: we're doing what
0: we're doing. Why? Now. Yeah, what we're doing, what we're doing. So we applaud everything about Gary Vee. Yep. The other guy that I'm really following is Grant Cardone. Grant
1: Cardone, Which we could
0: probably have an entire episode on Grant Cardone, how it's
1: changing our And what was the last, last video documentary we just watched was uh, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins? Yay, Tony. Oh
0: my goodness. So, in 2016 there's a, a documentary called I'm Not Your Guru. And it followed him during a six-day retreat in Boca Raton. And tears, in our eyes, watching yeah. that. Life it, changing. it's on Netflix. I highly recommend you go watch it. and it it's just so impactful. and the things that he can do is just beyond me. So that that's why, okay, I hey, would like to talk go. about I would <laughs> like to talk about so one of the one of the things which we've we've talked about this because we're actually hitting record again, but we've talked about this. That you have one of the fears is that you don't want people to think that you're a know-it-all. Right. And Tony Robbins has the same type of practicality that he is someone who is not a doctor, doesn't have a doctorate. Mm-hmm. And he himself says within that documentary that he's a practitioner based right. off of his life experiences. And you have a life experiences that are just crazy and nuts. Right. And you've helped out people, yeah, one on one in person. Yeah, if you have a conversation with someone, then you get probably this radar, and you yep. just I hone in, hone in. Yep, you find the the problem yep. where they are, where they want to be. So another thing that we did is months ago, spent a couple thousand for a consulting course by Sam Ovens. Very good. Very very good. Mm-hmm. and he is more of the psychological of of where people are at really put into perspective of um business wise what what people are thinking and where they want to be
1: he kind of well maybe tony robbins and he both um you you go through stripping down and get to the core so that you yeah. can come out above um, Yeah, garbage. finding the actual
0: truth, yeah. not, not the BS that not, people tell you.
1: Yeah, not being trapped or living in fear or desperation, but recognizing you're in the situation you're in because you had a part in doing that and then owning it. Um, so anyways, yeah.
0: So, so Tani here has the gift of helping people. And months ago, we were very close in getting a business launched for her to help her coach and work with people on a larger scale, not just one-on-one and figuring out what the right platforms are. And you had a snag and you had something negative happen. What was it?
1: Well, so I was trying to figure out how do I reach people. And I had made a couple of YouTube just talking about um, like I showed foods that I was eating. Um, there's a chocolate chip bar that was like the family's favorite that I've converted over to a uh, dairy free, gluten free, soy free, peanut free. It was on Facebook. Yeah.
0: There's groups on Facebook.
1: And so then I went and I thought, Because these guys were like, you know, we got to get you connected. We got to get you connected. So I thought I would try. Oops, Oops, sorry. sorry. I thought I would try uh, like the celiac group, uh, allergy friendly groups. And they had all these restrictions, too, that you can't bring in your platform of stuff in that. But you could be there to support. And it was probably one. The two groups that I signed up with were very, um, it was very, for me, my perspective, again, coming from my lenses, uh, was opinionated. They're very judgmental, um, very frustrating. It was negative. It wasn't really, I got turned off and I got really frustrated and overwhelmed with what I thought it was going to be versus what I wanted it to be. So I kind of just that. I, don't I know. know. And then I life
0: know. happened. We moved out here to to Phoenix. A lot of other priorities have happened. Yeah. But I think it's one of the main priorities, and you can make a huge impact into a lot of people's lives. So the platform. I think there's two good platforms right now, business wise. One is a podcast we yep. talk about, yep. and. So the the interesting thing is you have the ability. I'm not going to press the button again. You have the ability to communicate with people so you can take calls while you're doing a podcast. So people know that you're live, which is awesome. And Instagram. So not Facebook, but Instagram to be able to connect with people.
1: Yeah. And I had um, when we were in Iowa and I would go on live even on Facebook in our little town there, I would have, I mean, over a thousand followers back there. Um, but it didn't, it just didn't translate that way with what I was trying to do. And so I kind of got a little deflated and I didn't want to be a part of that. I knew I didn't want to be a part of that. Right. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I want to be a part of making people feel better. I don't want to be a Debbie downer bringing them down.
0: So the other thing is. We know it's not a Shopify thing, right. right? It's not like you're selling physical products or even
1: right. it'd
0: be the most difficult thing to come up with a digital product of a course. Or,
1: right. Or, and I, I mean, we've thought about could I just do like basic lesson type things, but it is so unique and everyone has their, I mean, there's some processes and some general things but it's so unique and individualized because everybody experiences things differently. Yep.
0: So it's custom, so it's custom. gotta be coaching. Yeah. Right? I guess. Yeah. Like it needs to be a coaching. So then it's
1: support. So Encourage the steps it. the
0: steps would be probably to acquire a customer is you have to it's outreach. So they have to be able to find you. Right. So once they find you and it goes back even to what Grant Cardone does with step one is attention step two is qualification right so then the qualifier communicating with them are you this in which we talk about it's someone who has um what stomach Stomach
1: problems stomach issues headaches chronics being sick all the time um are great beginnings of thinking something's up Something's not right. If you've been diagnosed with IBS, we need to talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just saying. I have IBS after Chipotle. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: No, if that's if you keep going in and you're chronically ill, you got little bumpies all over your skin, and they say, Oh, it's IBS, then we need to talk.
0: Okay. So how are we gonna get it so people can find you?
1: Well, you talked about doing these podcasts. You talked about Instagram. Yep, doing some just some Posting. quick postings, pictures.
0: I've done a lot of research of the last few weeks because Instagram is a platform I don't know. I know anything and everything about Amazon. I know anything and everything about Shopify. I do a lot about Facebook. Yeah, I mean, I don't like Facebook that much. Instagram is, I think, the social network over the next three to five years not facebook a lot of interesting features i had no idea i tried snapchat for a bit this last year and it just seemed pointless that the content that you made would go away within 24 hours like what's the point of that it just goes away and i thought when
1: but it's good if you're doing something young and stupid
0: yeah young and stupid <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, so true um
1: many people are happy that
0: so what's cool is you can keep people engaged with instagram with the instagram stories and then if it's so good or if it follows one of your platform's main points something called instagram highlights you can save it so
1: oh i know another if if you're interested in talking about different homeopathic oils uh, ways of yeah like Oils and vitamins and conscious of food intake. Um,
0: you have your own oil concoctions. Yes. What if you made your own oil concoctions? Would that I, be something?
1: Well, I did. That's what I, I, I mean, people would come in. Okay. I, there was a gentleman who, uh, a farmer, that this was so, well, I had a couple of farmers so out of the realm of what you would think a typical Iowa farmer would do and came in and, um, I mixed some oils for the one farmer and he used them and it, it made a difference. It it really, really helped him. And it was specific to, I just listen, you guys, that's the main thing. You need to listen and hear what people are saying and from that, then, anyways. So, Ooh,
0: what if you do <laughs> coaching, and then you sent them their own oil concoction? Yeah, based off of what their right. needs are.
1: Because I mean, it's
0: because I mean, some people, like for myself, stress is something,
1: right? And right? I made you oils for that, if you would use them.
0: I know I was really bad at that.
1: The salt lamps. See, and that's the other thing. You can it's kind of like the phrase where you say you can bring a horse to, to the water, but you can't make him drink. So that's the other thing. I mean, you can coach and direct and encourage, but unless you take the responsibility and say, This is what I need to do to feel good and to feel healthy, right.
0: cheating on food, right? Uh not using the oils. Um,
1: you know, <laughs> you to just post and say Hey, I saw this. Is this something I can eat? I don't know cuz I don't know what all in Why aren't you reading that? Why aren't you looking that up to see if you can? So, it's I there's a learning curve, but you also have to take responsibility too.
0: Right. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: So, yeah, I don't mean to be mean, what, but that's real. What the are, reality. what are
0: the different types of oils what are probably the top five oils
1: well your your top ones that everybody will talk to you about is lavender lemon um let's see lavender lemon peppermint uh melaleuca and um that's
0: not a oil
1: yeah it melaleuca is. yeah
0: i thought it was a brand
1: well, there's Melaleuca from Australia that you can buy soaps and all that kind of stuff. But Melaleuca, that's what it's based from is this oil. That's the oh. that's the base of healer, cleaner, whatever.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Um,
1: and then my biggie is frankincense. I just think frankincense is the healer of all healers. That is the gift that they brought to Jesus was frankincense. So, And I have a whole story Can talk to you about how, I mean, at Christmas time, I can do a whole thing on how uh, frankincense and myrrh are harvested. And it's really interesting and what it looks like.
0: That's for your podcast right there. Yeah,
1: that's my podcast. Gavin doesn't want to be on that one. But anyways, you pick lavender because lavender is a soother. It helps with relaxation. It's a healer to the skin. Um, and peppermint is an awake kind of thing. Let's, let's talk headaches. about
0: how do you package this to sell it?
1: That's what doTERRA does. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they put them, but I thought you put them all together.
1: No, if I mix.
0: Right. a mixing. Mix that's what I'm saying. What okay. if, okay. So you have the coaching, which a number is a number. Grant Cardone says right, a, a number is a number. Everyone's going to have a price point, whatever. So you right. can say, Five thousand dollars for three months, right? Yeah. Let's just say it's that type of coaching in that time period.
1: Then I could you do different mixtures, them, yeah, yeah. Whatever or their else. issues
0: are, you put so together a because, personalized concoction like, and then you send it to them.
1: If it's a, Ooh. if it's female, I have done different mixtures for changes of life. Um, one Ooh. gal had where she guy. had a really hairy. Um oh what's Here the name of that. it but it's um it's actually part of a hormonal thing that you have extra hair on your face and um it also affects you get thick in the middle and anyways so um did some research and we came up with um a mixture that she came back a number of times and and we would redo that for I did other mixtures for for kids and for just to smell if you like like a, a grounding, but smell like it reminds me kind of hippie, but like patchouli is so good or the whisper blend um, that's, and then I would just mix that. So it was something that would make you feel better, but it also smelled really, really good. So lemongrass. Ooh, it's good. That's,
0: it's funny. Cause you keep talking how, how you can solve the problems and what can be done. I just wanna sell the product, figure that
1: out. <laughs> or like um oregano we had with our cows. A couple of them had like these cysts, and I think it's from them rubbing on fence or whatever. And then they had these cysts, and then we had a pig and we rubbed oregano and they went away. We get
0: to pigs and cows.
1: And also on Jasmine, she had, remember, she had that cyst on her foot and I used oregano and it went away. So there are just, I mean, it is amazing if you're open and willing, but you have to use it. It doesn't do any good if you leave it in a bottle. On Guard. Is another one that's really, really in um, Young Living. It's uh, thieves to help keep you feeling better. But yes, I can do mixtures for people to help.
0: So probably, like, so we get we get you on the platforms, right? Yeah. We get you on the platforms. Yeah. Instagram, just need to learn about it and start posting. Yeah. Podcast, we're doing one here. You can probably do another one now that you know how this works. And to start going right, yeah. You really don't have to create anything. No, like because, it already exists. right.
1: It's probably
0: we reestablished tanya.sornson.com, which I could just do that on WordPress.
1: Mm-hmm. They can just why can't they just come through my tanya that tech? No, why?
0: I mean, no, because <laughs> you okay. Even though there there has to be
1: sorry, we're.
0: No, no. That's the point of this. That's the point of this. <laughs> it's entrepreneurial tangent. So let's, we're, we're talking it through. So you need to have, okay. So that marketing is its own entity, right. like its own. Yeah. We're hiring tons of people. If you're interested and you want to work with us, let me know. Um, so that marketing, is its own, right? Yeah. So I know you have an email address with that, but it's important that this, this Tanya Sorensen is its own entity. Doesn't
1: have to be my name. Yeah,
0: I mean, you're you're the brand. Having a having a weird name doesn't mean anything. Like now, it, everything is representative of you. Like that's even with Instagram. I'm not using the that marketing so here's, Instagram. Here's
1: here's and maybe some of you all feel this way too. Um, to use my name with where I've been, what I've gone through in struggles, then I don't necessarily always want to put my name out there because I, I want people to, I don't know if I want everybody to know that I'm doing what I'm doing.
0: But then, okay, that's not good. (laughs) And I understand where you're coming from because we have some rotten family members. Just going to say that right now. Um, that if if you're not proud to share it with people like if you can't share it cuz when you had your story you were sharing it with everyone you're right, proud right and you're if you're hiding then that's not good
1: i'm not hiding what i what i'm what i'm doing i don't want sabotage to happen
0: it doesn't matter whether it's your name or another name it's the business right so whether it's whether if you have a um, I don't know, lifeessentials.com, whatever it might be, and you're behind it, either way, a name is a name. But I think more people will be able to relate and connect with you if you're a name on Instagram or a name on a podcast versus uh, a brand of a name. Right.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: And either way... If there are those rotten negative people out there, that means and Grant Cardone, if you're if you don't have some enemy, enemies, then I mean, you're not doing what's right. So you already have enemies, great. I have so enemies. I'm doing
1: it once. You're doing right. perfect. <laughs>
0: you and I both have enemies. So I think if it's I your name call,
1: No, I don't want to call them enemies. I want to say uh,
0: You don't need to be politically correct, whatever. Okay. We're moving on.
1: Okay.
0: So your name and we we established TanyaSorensen.com again, get it up and going, and then we have the products of coaching, right?
1: Why can't and I use my oh that's fine.
0: Okay. No, it's done. Anyways. Um
1: uh,
0: <laughs> why, why not Tanya Sorensen? Why what's why are you so against Tanya Sorensen? I don't
1: know. How about just Tanya?
0: Cause it, there's there's no way that Tanya exists. Oh,
1: Okay, sorry. Processing. Do you want? Do
0: you want like?
1: This is the two hours later. <laughs> I come back, and I'll have all kinds of good reasonings for.
0: <laughs> okay, so if we if we put in Tanya, I'm putting Tanya in the GoDaddy right now. It's available if you want to pay ten thousand dollars for it. So you want Tanya.io? Good... We can do Tanya.io. See
1: what a good. What a good see! I'm it's worth ten thousand dollars.
0: You are worth ten thousand dollars. Do you want tiny.io? That's pretty good.
1: No, because I'll buy io. No,
0: I mean, it's popular now to do io. Why? I don't know. Tiny.club, no, tiny.store.
1: So, what he's doing here, you guys, is he just went to GoDaddy. And
0: I just put in Tanya.
1: So if you're thinking about wanting to claim a site or having a name, you can go to GoDaddy and then punch in the search bar and then comes up all these different names. And then it has how much it is. If you want to add it to your cart and pay.
0: And you can have cool. there's,
1: There's Tanya XYZ for 99 cents.
0: You want Tanya X, Y, Z. <laughs> uh, so I think we're overthinking the name. Yes. I think it's just you being behind it. And then it doesn't matter where someone lands, but yeah. if you're, if you communicate with people, Hey, here's me. Yeah. Are you this person who has IBS? Are you this person who has brain fog? Are you this person who has these type of troubles? Let's talk. And then they come, they Got talk with you, they DM allergies. you, food allergies, and then yeah. you provide That would them. be the
1: other group. If you have been newly diagnosed or diagnosed and still struggling and frustrated, you would be the other person that I yeah. can help with. Or, yeah, and there's so many other things, you guys, that I could go off into, of things that I've had to learn and deal with.
0: Right. Awesome.
1: Yeah. So, Gavin... So what's some other things you can help people with?
0: Um, So I'm going through the...
1: Well, he he has done some other programs or video classes and stuff that he's going to put back up, right?
0: Yeah. I created uh, an Amazon course. I did that back in March and April. um, Focused on establishing the consulting that we've been doing and getting businesses up and going with product launches and consulting for businesses and got the uh, digital marketing company up and going and that's growing pretty good. Um, but in going back to like where where can I also help people because I love helping people. Um, so I think I'm going to put back the Amazon course back up. I'm establishing gavinsorenza.com um and with the experience cuz of shopify everything i feel like i know anything and everything about shopify um so i think of creating a shopify course helping out a business right now which they they've been around for since 2015 they really haven't done anything online which is nuts they sell software and they should do anywhere from 5 to 6000 in revenue this month and if they just increase their ad spend; they should be at twenty thousand to fifty thousand in no time. Um, so helping out other businesses like that. Um, so I guess in in I thought about because I watched a video with Grant Cardone, um, huge impact on my life, and he talked about the the strings of where the audience is at and what do you offer, and and figuring that out. So I think currently offering. Um, Digital marketing through that dot tech, so digital marketing with small businesses from two hundred fifty thousand up to ten million in revenue, hiring people all over the United States. Great, got that. Consulting small businesses, um, and that's that's I guess considered high ticket, right? People are paying five thousand to fifteen thousand per month. Then um, the courses, and that's almost the. Um, where someone wants to do it on their own yeah. instead of being handheld. So
1: that is a, you need to be a self-starter for that one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, take the information and run with it. Right. So then that's a more of a lower price point. Um, 300 to a thousand. And then the free content, which I know I need to work on the free content. Cause I've been just focused on people who are paying me. But I think to get a wider audience, I need to work on um, growing an Instagram audience, doing this podcast, and and uh, hopefully I'll be able to just like you be able to talk to people live while I'm while I'm doing this. And um, when people have questions on their business, whether it's e-commerce or not, just to give them my thoughts and perceptions, I love doing that. I may I might be right, I might be wrong, I don't know, but. Um, I, I love figuring out what the problems are, seeing if there's a solution or a different way of doing things. So a lot going on with with all that, which is exciting. And never, never stop growing. So with Instagram, talked about that really quick. <clears throat> Knew nothing about it. And over the past two days, two and a half days, grown uh, 211 followers, which is awesome. I have 1,261. And my goal is to uh, work on getting 100 followers a day. And I want to get to 10,000 followers. And, um, there's another gentleman, his name's Craig that I follow. And he started in... Uh, beginning of 2017, no followers whatsoever did his first post. And he has about twenty twenty nine thousand 29,000 followers, I think. But he's doing close to a million dollars in sales just based off of Instagram. So I appreciate his... And it just gave me a different perception. Because over the last 2-3 years, I knew every single sale that I did was based off of um, Facebook ads, which didn't really have that great of a return, or uh, Google. I mean, Google ads, probably close to a million dollars in ad spend. So I, I'm very, very knowledgeable with Google ad spend. But I think Instagram is the way to go to really communicate with an audience. And it's different because what? We sold well, hearing aids. Because
1: you're trying to establish rapport.
0: Yeah, it's different than selling a product,
1: right?
0: a physical product. And I know, so yeah, sold stuff on Amazon. So it's not like I'm putting something on Amazon, being a third-party seller, doing Amazon FBA. So my audience going forward is going to be on this podcast and on Instagram. So I know that's where my focus needs to be. So I appreciate you doing the podcast with me because this is fun. Yep.
1: And we talked for almost an hour, you guys. So I think- You're still here. Thank you.
0: Yeah, hopefully you um, stayed awake during this. Yeah. Sometimes I like to listen to things before. I- well, everybody, we learned that we are maxed out at one hour for a segment. So we didn't get to say goodbye.
1: We talked for an hour.
0: Woo. That was a good hour, a fun hour is our very first podcast episode. Thank you, Tanya, for being with me today.
1: Thank you listeners for listening to us.
0: I want to um, encourage you to follow Instagram of Gavin Sorensen, which is gobiggavininstagramcom um, Instagram.com backslash GoBigGavin. You can also find me on YouTube. Uh, just do a search for Gavin Sorensen. and um,
1: I have some YouTube stuff, too.
0: Yeah, what's your, do you know your handles? No. Okay, we'll figure out your handles this next time when well, you're I'm on. Probably and...
1: Tanya Sorensen. I didn't do anything fancy.
0: If you do a search for Tanya Sorensen on Instagram, by the time you listen to this, Tanya will have her Instagram up and going, <laughs> and you'll be able to follow her, right?
1: Oh, another one on YouTube that will probably come up was a time I was getting the shots for my neck.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> There is, there is a viral video of Tanya being drugged up, which is kind of funny. They had
1: to do a special concoction because of all the allergies. And I was coming out and my husband took a picture of me just cracking up laughing. Videos? Yeah, it's pretty funny.
0: Okay. Well, I appreciate you listening to episode one of Entrepreneur Tangents. And we'll speak to you again.